I got ice on my wrist, I put my hands up while I'm fucking your bitch. Never could switch, I got the tool on my hip, just in case you want to flinch. I got the itch, I want the money, my nigga. What's going on, y'all? It's AC, and today we are in tune with ESN 2.0. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, crew? Yeah, 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 man. That's a fact. Hey, so this 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 man right here is out of the Nashville area. Um, I, I I met him through the internet on Instagram. I was looking up hashtags when I moved out here, and his his videos just kept popping up on each t- hashtag I I went to. So I was like, damn, I I'm hearing him and like this dude is raw. Like this, he's nice. So I had to I had to reach out to him, and then here we are today, man. One of the illustrators yeah. I know out here, man, ESN 2.0. What's up, man? My dog, I appreciate it, man. We we definitely came a long way before this right here. So people don't know the backstory. Like, I was messing with dude before he even knew he wanted to do a podcast. You know what I'm <laughs> right. So, big ups to him because I definitely saw where he came from to where he extended to. So, y'all, if y'all saw that, like, how I saw it, y'all definitely have a lot of respect for this dude. So it's an honor for real, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I appreciate you joining, man. And like you said, like, it's, cra- it's crazy how – your, how hashtags work like mm-hmm. imagine how many other people are looking up hashtags like what i was looking up basically is nashville rappers nashville hip-hop artists nashville hip-hop scene and you just mm-hmm. kept popping up so how how important that would be my first question that how important is hashtagging to you to be able to be that consistent your videos just popping up on every hashtag honestly bro i i really didn't think they worked like mm-hmm. I honest, because I saw people doing it, and you know they were telling me you had a hashtag. You know that's how people find you. But you know when you use the hashtag, you get the the robotic pages. It don't be right, real people. Exactly. So I, you know I just did it because I saw other people doing it, and mm-hmm. you know that's when you clicked on it. I, I I didn't think you were real at first. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, it's just somebody from just oh buy my beats now or something right. like that. So once I once I hit, hooked up with you, and a funny story is my engineer, shout out to Decadence. Mm-hmm. He found me through a hashtag also. Mm. So right now, how I feel about hashtags is like for real use it. Because honestly, you may get a lot of robotic people come through, but you'll get somebody like this guy right here and look at him. You know, he found me through a hashtag in a whole different state. So it's definitely important to me now for sure. Yeah, and it's crazy because just just like doing it subconsciously, just doing it just to, you know what I'm saying, just to put hashtags in it, it literally works. And talk about that. Mm-hmm. And is is that your engineer and producer or does he just make the beats or because you mentioned him in every song it's like y'all y'all yeah <clears throat> yeah he uh he does everything for me he makes beats for me we, we recorded you know his own little thing so he he we're like a one-man band when it comes to me and him like a pre band play type of thing so he does everything <laughs> yeah that's and that's dope to have somebody like that because mm-hmm. you know how hard it is to find a producer one and to have mm-hmm. him be an engineer as well, that's nice. And it sounds clear. Your music doesn't sure. sound amateur. Like, everything sounds quality. Like, for to sure. have that is is amazing, like, to to even find that person. And to find, a, it is. And to find you through a hashtag is even crazier. <laughs> even crazy. But the thing about it is, like, me and you, me and him go back, too, before he even thought about doing this engineering thing. Like, I was 18 working at Kroger. And that's where I met him. I met him working at Kroger. And that's all I knew him by, a dude that was working at Kroger. Right. And, you know, you fast forward up to when I started doing my little rap thing and then he started searching hashtags and we just kind of just rekindled. So we already had like this past friendship that we already knew each other. So it just, re- just worked hand in hand. That's crazy. So then so then when did you start rap? When did all this start for you? Because it sounds like you've been doing it your whole life. But when did it start for you? Man, um, 
I've really been tr- writing since I was a kid. Like I never really inspired to be a rapper until maybe a couple of years ago. But I, I've always liked music, like you know, uh, writing my. Own, I was always good at writing my own songs. So, you know, I'd be at home just writing YouTube instrumentals, just you know, sharpening up my skills. But honestly, like the stuff that I have out now, like I really put out my first song that's on there last year. So I really started putting the pedal to the metal last year, maybe like. January, February. That was no competition. So, uh, it was yeah. They came out at the same time. Stepping in no competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. So so only to be really active for about a year. Is yep. By about a year now. Yeah, some change. Mm-hmm. You sound like you've been doing it for a while. And you know what? I was listening to um, a few of your songs today, and you kind of remind me like a mix of. Um. Young Buck and Bum B, kind of like if they was one person, like yeah, OG, you'd be riding that. that shit, you'd be riding that shit and just talking that shit. I try, man. I appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> so, so then, so it was about a about a year you've been you've been seriously taking it, um, taking rap. So, so what is what does your rap name mean? Because I would look at this name and be like, okay, like ESN two point oh, like what what is it? What is all that? What does all that mean? Well, actually, <clears throat> as you asked, just because I definitely make sure I have a meaning behind anything I do. Mm-hmm. So for one, ESN stands for Eastside Native, just because I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm from out east, you know, mm-hmm. Nashville. So Eastside Native, you know, then 2.0 came from because there really wasn't my rap name maybe a couple of years ago. I was trying to rap once before, but I wasn't as serious about it. So uh-huh. once I kind of did it that first time, then I kind of stopped. Then I was like, all right, I'm gonna get back into it. So I'm like, all right, it's the second coming, it's the second version of me. I took all my old stuff off of SoundCloud and I was like, I'm gonna like reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. So instead of just, you know, like a different version of me. So I was like, okay, 2.0. So it, it was really 2.0 before ESN even came in. Like it was just really 2.0. But the ESN got through in when I tried to, like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a rapper right now, but you know, one day I wanna I have my own label. I wanna be able to do this. So it's kind of like that LLC type of thing. So okay. that's where that's where all it comes in. At. Okay, and then under is there other ESN? Because I know like um like YBN and um all them other groups. Is that what yours is like mm-hmm. ESN? And then you got somebody else like ESN with another name. Like is that your group ESN? Well, right now it's just it's just a me thing. I don't really have anybody else that I you know I have other artists that I you know may do songs with, but right. it, it's just me. It's just a it's just a me thing. Okay, but it's something that you said you are willing to you know what I'm saying move absolutely. Through. Okay, absolutely. And that just goes to show the mindset too. Like it ain't just rap for you. You also focus on the sure. business as well. For sure. You gotta be, you gotta be. And then, so did you play, I don't know if you mentioned it before or I'm tripping. You play football? Yeah. That's really what I thought I'd be doing right now. Actually. Like I really thought football would be my thing, but oh. I played that for a good bit. Like middle school. Well, literally I think I started when I was like nine, 10 maybe. And I played all the way up through middle school. Got to high school, then that's when I got in the track and stuff like that. But yeah. Oh, and you did track as well. So you went from an athlete to a rapper. Did you have? <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, listen, I did say I played football and track. I was in football and track as well when, in high school and shit. Yeah. I played football my whole life. But so did you get any backlash from people you know, family, and people like, oh, this now he doesn't even want to rap now. He, he's supposed to be an athlete. He's supposed to be in college playing football. Like, did you ever get anybody like on your back like that? Well, 
me rapping was kind of a thing that I really didn't tell too many people at first. Like <clears throat> my moms knew, you know, of course, like the, you know, the, the intermediate people, but the outer people they thought was either I'm supposed to be playing football. And at one point I thought I was going to go to the Air Force. So the Air Forces were really kind of like, ah, okay, hey, what are you out here doing now? They don't really know I rap just because I have more elderly family, I guess I should say. So mm-hmm. they don't really know, but you know, it is what it is. Okay, so so around them, you just you know what I'm saying you don't even they don't they don't even know you they don't even know your music is out. Nah, I mean you got a couple of few cousins that follow me on Facebook, Instagram here and there, but you know the aunties and the grandmas and stuff they they don't know they just see me as me. <laughs> and that's and that's how it is, and it and it be like and that's out of uh, respect too, like a respect thing, like you said they're they're older too, so. But nah, that's sure. that's that's dope because I had that same kind of story like going from. You know what I'm saying? Being an athlete to rapper. I did have people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, looking at that's why I did want to ask you that if you had went through that as well. Um, because even like people you went to school with, they like, oh well, damn that because it's always like, oh, there's another rapper. Like everybody's like, oh, this person. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. So I did notice on um, most of your songs, most of your um your your cover arts is a gorilla. What it what does a gorilla represent to you and your in your rap career? Man, I, I really, that's like my, like my animal, I guess, me, I guess, just because a, a gorilla, even though they can be calm, let's, I'm not going to just promote that they're just aggressive everywhere <laughs> they go. We know they're calm gorillas, but, mm-hmm. you know, like you go from King Kong, you know, you just see the destruction. It's just always pressure. Every time, right. you know, it's going to be a fight or any type of scuffle altercation, the, the gorilla gives this 100 every time. Mm-hmm. You just beat on his chest and, you know, you just... You almost look like you gotta respect the man. It just he right. beat on his chest, and it's just like, okay, what you gonna do? Right. <laughs> so, so it's kind of it's kind of like my enemy for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, because I was seeing, I'm like, okay. Like I always wanted to ask you, like, what did like what did it mean? So so that's like your spirit animal. For sure, because it, it's times where I go in the studio and I like do some songs, and then I I'll be done. I get them sent to me. And I go, I'll redo them because I'll be like, okay, no, nah, I, I don't like it. And you know, decadence. He'd be like, oh, you know, what's wrong with you? I like it, you know. I said, I don't, I don't feel the gorilla in it. Like it's like my music will speak to me. It's almost like a, a sense that I get. I'm like, okay, that's it. But if I don't get it, it's like either I could have my like deliverance could have been better. Like something in that song was to the point where I, I couldn't do it anymore. Right, right. So that's definitely something that I believe in. So it's two or three songs. Like it was one song off the EP that they didn't even make it. Like I end up changing it because I didn't feel it. I was like, I don't, I don't know. So that is like the inner me. If I can listen to a song that I did and get that feeling, like, okay, yeah, I'm going crazy. Then, it, then that's what it is. But if I don't get it, I'm starting over. <clears throat> when you do listen back to your songs, do you take yourself out of like, okay, let me get out of 2.0, let me get out of this, and listen from like a listener's point of view? Mm, for sure, for sure. Because there's plenty of times I go in there and I may change some lyrics up. You know, I, I do a lot of research on I'm, I'm very big on lyricism like my favorite subject was english so if i see something that i may have repeated twice i try to go in there and take it out or you know it may be how i said something when it's you know meant, meant to be pronounced another way i right. def, i, I kind of listen as a english teacher's person mm. like okay <clears throat> let me check my let me proofread before i for real go do that right right yeah. And that's and that so you do write your stuff. You you write all your music and stuff like because I know a lot of new artists hop up in the mic and they just punch in, punch in, punch in. But me, I'm also a writer, and and that's like everything you're saying is like how I view music too. Is like mm-hmm. 
you got to look over it again and keep looking over it again. And sometimes, honestly, that puts a lot of pressure on yourself too, though, because now it's like, I should have just kept that shit raw like that. But it's like, you, it's like critiquing everything you do. Mm-hmm. And it's, <clears throat> that's, that's the perfection of it. And it, show, it shows in your music because on No Competition, that's the first song and Step In, No Competition and Step In, the first songs I heard from you. And immediately I'm like, nah, we need to put that on the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate like, that. Man. Immediately, I showed Ty, and she was like, "Let's go!" Like that shit is fire. So, for sure, y'all, so, yeah, y'all, y'all been rocking me for a minute. Bad and talk my shit, like y'all, y'all no, really been no, my behind shit. me. I appreciate y'all, you, you, and you and your girl, like y'all. I, I fuck with y'all. Yeah, man. And then when you made no competition, so this was gonna be your first like distributed song, like no competition mm-hmm. is stepping. That's your first distributed songs. Like, what was the mindset going into this? Was it was it a change in like, okay, not SoundCloud anymore. We're going to the next level. This, this is something that could bring back revenue. Were you in a different headspace making this music to to become this next level artist? For sure. Just because, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, we all started on SoundCloud. You know, we all was just getting it out there free, telling people to go listen to it. But, you know, I told myself, like, okay, if I, if I really see myself doing this, like I want to make money, I want to be able to, you know, go perform and do all this extra stuff. This is the first step. I need to get into the to a studio, not a YouTube beat, get a real beat, find how to get this stuff out on these platforms, and we do it that way. And it and it made it a lot more easier for me just because when I wrote Stepping in No Competition, I was on a cruise. So mm-hmm. I really had a good headspace to like for real, like focus in and like get to doing it, doing the shit for real. But yeah, that was definitely the step where I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this music out. This is gonna be everywhere. People gonna know like okay, he's trying to be a rapper, so it got it gotta be right. I gotta I gotta come out with a bang. Cause you know, you may people may get on to you, listen to that first two songs, don't like it for him, like all right, I'm done with it. Right. And never you know you, you gotta Exactly. So so good first definitely. impression. So then going, mm-hmm. I was looking at your Instagram today as well and going back. So you're saying you you wrote them songs on a cruise. So where your Instagram starts at is on a vacation. Like that's your first mm-hmm. post, kind of like your last, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. So that's kind of where your new self began. Yeah, that's where that's where the music began. Like I had uh, you know other stuff on there before, but I'm the type of person where I don't really like to have a lot of posts on my page. So I yeah. try to delete things and make it older, have no value anymore. But yeah, that's that's where it started. Like that cruise specifically, I think, is when I wrote that right there. So that was like the new invention of 2.0. That's where it all kicked off there. And then you can't, and then you got to welcome to Shepherdwood. Yep, welcome to Shepherdwood. And, Finally. And honestly, we gonna we gonna get into about this is my I think my third or fourth time listening to the whole thing up and down. And how you just came in on the first on the first joint, you just came right in two seven three six. Like what what is that? What's the what is that number? Is that an address? Yeah, man, Shepherdwood is um where I grew up at out east. Well, my great grandmother, yeah, my great granddad, where they raised me. Uh, twenty seven thirty six was the numeric part of the address. So that Shepherdwood and two seven three six is like something that really hits home with me because that's like where my life really started. Right. So definitely. So I, I really promote two seven three six as much as I can. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I had. I figured. I was like, okay, Shepherdwood. Um, and I see that on the cover, it's the it's the whole like front of the um, community, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, that got to be an address. 
But I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It might, might mean something else. You name two yeah, definitely. You got more numbers on. I'm like, what is the number? <laughs> what is the numbers about? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Here's the address. And the, the cover was just, I wanted to do it like a family shoot. Like all of, all those pictures of even me when I was smaller, my nieces, my mom, my, my cousins, my, my, my friends, just everybody who helped me get to this point. You know, that they either helped me financially or helped me just mentally or physically, whatever it may have been. Like, these are the people who helped me mold my career into what it is today. So I kind of want to, like, give them. Because, you know, me being a rapper, you don't really see the people that's behind you who really, like, fuels you to be your best you. So I, I gave them that time to, like, plaster them, be like my first EP. And, you know, this is dedicated to y'all. So, so this so. was more of a personal one to you as well, like. Well, as far as the cover was, the cover was, I, you know, just to show everybody that, you know, it's not just me that's doing it. You know, I may, I may write it, you know, <clears throat> go record it, but, you know, I got people who for that I send the music to make sure it's straight. Cause I'm my biggest critic. I might say a song is terrible. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, it's good. It's good. You know, so all those people, I just wanted to show my appreciation. That's dope. That's dope. That goes to show your character as well. Like, you yeah. got to make sure your people are seen when you're seen as well. So I, I'll fuck with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you got in, and then you got into the next song, Lilo and Stitch, which I feel yeah. that one just goes crazy. Why why I know you said Lilo and Stitch in the song, but what, what made you come up with that being the title for the song? <laughs> really, it's because I said it. Honestly, I was okay. just I had I had others, I had others. Well, I had another one. I had like two two names. Mm-hmm. And I was going over with Decadence, and I was like, okay, so which one you want to do? Lilo and Stitch, or I can't really remember what the other one was. And uh-huh. he was like, ah, let's not do the other one because you got, I think it was like 21 Savage. A couple of other people had the song of the same name. Uh, so it was like, okay, let's not do that. So well, I was like, Lilo and Stitch, I feel like that'll grab people's attention. It's because right. I was a big Lilo and Stitch fan growing up. Oh. So I was like, okay. That's people in my age group definitely going to gravitate towards it, make them look like, what kind of song is called Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> and so they're like, that oh, shit fuck. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. That's, that's my, I think that's my favorite one I've dated. Sure. Yeah. No, nah, that, that one definitely go crazy. Um, but yeah, Lilo and Stitch, once you see it, honestly, that I clicked on that one first just because, like you said, like that's that nostalgia. Um, mm-hmm. It gives us, like, we all grew up on it, not all of us, but people in our bracket, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Grew up mm-hmm. on Lilo and Stitch. So yeah, that's a that's also a good name to, to grab people in, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. I thought so. That was I definitely smart that. on y'all end. And then, um, so when you got to, so how many songs, let me ask you first, how many songs total did you record for this? And it was like, Okay, we just gonna do this. We just gonna do this five. Honestly, bro, it was really supposed to be like a. I was supposed to come out with an album, mm-hmm. but when the when we kind of me and Dickie had sat down and thought about doing an album, that's when that COVID hit. Uh, so COVID hit real hard. You know, he ended up moving a little further than where he was, so I couldn't really get to him like mm-hmm. I really wanted to. So it took so much time over just overlapping for me to even do anything. So I was like, okay, look. I'm not going to be able to do a whole album. I'm, I'm going to have to do an EP so I can get it out quicker because I've been telling people about the album and the EP right. or whatever. So I was like, you know what? Let me just do an EP because I really hate going in like, I hate having too many big gaps without me putting out music. Mm-hmm. Like me still trying to build myself out up as far as like clout and fame wise, you're easy to forget, especially if you take a long period of time to put something out. So, you know, I was like, okay, three, four months went by. I think Lick talked was the last one I put out. So I was like, okay, Lick Talk just came out four or five months ago. It's time to do something different. So I was like, fuck it. We're going to do a five-track EP and we're going to just go from like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that COVID, that COVID really did uh, get in the way of a lot of things. How, yeah. how did it, 
was that the only thing in your rap career that it affected was this album? Um, pretty much. I'm really a to myself person anyway. So the whole, you know, when it was shutting everything down and people couldn't go anywhere, it really didn't bother me too much because I don't really go anywhere. I'm right. usually at home. So yeah. it didn't really bother me too much. Like I had some hits as far as like family getting it, you know, and but other than that, you know, it was just kind of it's normal to me. I'm always at home anyway. So Yeah. And then I noticed you don't have any features on this on this EP. And it's something that you mentioned in a lot of your songs is that um you mentioned about features a lot, like that you don't really fuck with features or what what is your what is your take and your view on features? You could just run the whole beat or it's like I don't really need you. Like what what's your take on that? Well, as far as the EP was concerned, since it was my first one, and I felt like, because before the EP came out, like I said, I had no competition in stepping. I had talked my shit and lick talk. Mm-hmm. Now, no competition in stepping, which is very plain to see, didn't have a hook. It was yeah. just me running the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then you had t- Talk My Shit was the first song that I had a hook with. Mm-hmm. And then Lick Talk didn't have a hook. Mm-hmm. So with this, with the EP, I was like, okay, I definitely need to deliver songs, like actual songs with the hook. You know, two, three minutes, like the whole, whole nine yard. Right. So, and then I was like, all right, this is my first EP, which is my first body of work that, you know, whoever's going to see. And this is, it was really more of me showing whoever was listening that I can actually do this. Mm. Like, I don't need a feat. I'm not saying the features are an easy way out for a song, but it, mm. people want to see if you can do a whole song yourself, right. you know, like the whole thing. So I was like, okay, let me. You're right, exactly. Let me give them, let me show them that I can really do this. I don't have to have me rapping maybe a minute 30, then having another person do a minute 30, and that's the song, which is cool. Right. But I was like, let me let people know I can do this multiple times instead of just talk my shit. And then another one came with no hook. Like, we're going to give them everything they need. So that's kind of where they happened. But as far as speeches go as a whole, I don't really, I don't really mind speeches. I know I talk crazy about them in my songs, but that's just because. Like I said, I'm my biggest critic, and I'm a big yeah. critic on critic on music. Like mm-hmm. I'm not the type that'll want to do a song with you just because you got some clout, or right. just because you're the hottest thing in Nashville right now. Like about about for real, can't connect with your music and like lyrically wise, then I can't I can't really blend with you. It's like right. I can, don't get me wrong, I can do a feature, still tear it up, and you know give it to you. But it's like I like having that musical connection with people. So it's like you know if I can't really get into what you're talking about or don't really like what you're talking about I, i'm kind of standoffish so but I, I do features i got a, i got another feature coming out of this this dude i agreed to do a feature with so i like features it just really depends on who you are right and what you're talking about honestly so so how about, how about somebody let me ask you a question how about somebody would be like yo i'll give you 500 dollars for a feature but the song is trash would you take the money and just do it well see you know the old me would be like no but me being an artist exposures everything so mm-hmm. you know it, it may he may it, even if he may have 250 followers on instagram mm-hmm. those 250 followers may not know who i am right so that's 250 more people that i can add on to who's listening to my music and that's 250 more set of ears mm-hmm. that has never heard me before right so I, I mean i would do it at that point because it's like it's really not about about the money for me like at this point i just started charging features like I, I i love music for what it is like anybody right. who wants to put me on a song i just feel like it's an honor it's yeah. like oh man they could have picked somebody else but they picked me right so i really gotta like you know deliver my best for them so mm-hmm. but you know like i said features are cool but I, I i would definitely do it just for the exposure and just because you know i like i was at that point one time where i, I was trying to beg for a feature or trying to get somebody to get on my song you know if 
so everybody need help in some way, fashion right. or form. Mm-hmm. So is any any way that I can like give some wisdom off or just give this person the, the future just to make them smile type of thing, you know, it's cool. So right. it is what it is. Cause that's the thing in in this game too is is connections. Like that's more valuable than mm-hmm. money. I say that all the time. Like yes, it is. To, to be able to know this person, like that person. Okay, they know this person that got a studio, that got a you know what I'm saying that got a bunch of things that they that can benefit mm-hmm. you. Like it's exactly. so important to have connections, man. And and like I like how you kind of followed up to Shepherdwood was um, you were performing in the midst of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. At, like by any means you was out there like what what was your mentality right, on going out there like man it's you just never know who, who's watching bro like you know it's it's <clears throat> everything moves by the word of mouth these days like if you don't have the money to for real make people look at you the word of mouth and your consistency is what gets people's attention and mm-hmm. like them on you so shoot my first I've well, how many performances I've done? Maybe three or four. So like like my first one was last year, like November, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that was my next step in my career. I was like, okay, I'm putting on music. The next step in my career is to get out there and put a face with the with the music. Right. So you know, I I just took the the chances that were brought to me just because I was good friends with the the girl who shout out DJ Trill who runs the ring, and you know she gave me opportunities because when she first started it or at least was kind of getting more followers with it, she sent it to me anyway. But this was before the whole COVID thing. Right. But I didn't really know what it was. I'm real skeptical and stuff. So I was like, okay, I, I got to see what that's talking about. Right. But I, I had to get out there, bro, just because I can pump out song, song, song all day. But they don't want to know who's making the music. They want right. to see your stage presence. So I really just took the opportunity as it came. You know, it was, right. I knew the girl, you know, I knew what I could do to get in there, you know, the money-wise and stuff like that. So I just felt like it was important just because I don't like to be, you know, not seen. Like I said, you take three, four, five months off and you don't really have too much of a fan base. People forget about you. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, well, let me move up to the next step. I can have something else to post instead of, oh, go listen to my song. I can post my my video to show people like, okay, I'm really out here trying to do this. Right. And it just happened to be during a pandemic. So, um. <laughs> but honestly that goes to show that goes to show your grind and like your your want for it because a lot of people mm-hmm. to turn that down like nah they tripping there's gonna be a bunch of people in there like i don't even know what this, yeah. this disease is like but you was like mm-hmm. nah like this is this is my shit this is my music it got to be heard i got to be seen like so that that just goes to show to your grind when i seen that i was like oh this thing is out here like like nothing, be, nothing's gonna stop you. nothing's gonna stop you. i'm trying so, bro i'm trying so that and that, how was that? How was that performing for your first time? Like I know it had to be weird, like because I know how that should be, and it's like everybody just looking at you. Yeah, it was. It was like, bro, no cap. Like I had my Apple Watch on, mm-hmm. so it was my first one, and I got real bad anxiety. So I was like, okay, then I don't really like being around a lot of people. So I'm like, mm-hmm. alright. So you know, as as the time is building up to, it was time for me to go up. Like my 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 watch started vibrating, so I was like, okay, I'm thinking of somebody texting me to see, you know, where I'm at or everything like that. I looked, and it was like your heart rate is over 120. I was like, oh no. shit! Like <laughs> I was, and, I, and I thought I was chilling. Like I honestly thought I was fine. But oh, I, I looked man. at my watch. I was like, oh shit! All right, I guess I am kind of geeking in here a little bit. <laughs> right. So you know, I finally ended up going up there. And uh, shout out Trap Queasy. She that was my first performance, and I we did two songs. And mm-hmm. the song Lick Talk, I had her come up there just to kind of 
get get me in my comfort mode. So right. I'm glad they played that song before they played Talk My Shit. Yeah. Because she had done a, a lot more shows than I have, and that was my first one. But it was cool. Like, right now, I feel like I won't say that I'm used to it because I still get the legitimate. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely I'm I'm glad I went to, to go do it because I was like I said, I don't really like people and I, you mm-hmm. know, I don't really get along with too many people. So that was the biggest thing for me. Like I knew I could remember my words because I write all my stuff. I study it like exams. Mm-hmm. So I knew that wouldn't be a problem. It was just being around all these people just looking at you. And that's mm-hmm. definitely what they were doing. Just looking. And that's and just really like filling it out. And with, with those type of shows, because. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was more so of like um like it was a bunch of artists performing, right? Like, mm-hmm. so at yeah. those type of shows, I could tell you from experiences, they it's a bunch of artists wanting to be the best artists in there. So when they're mm-hmm. watching you, they don't show no love to your shit. Like I don't know, <laughs> I wasn't there, so I don't know. But this is how from my experience, they just watch you like, oh my shit better than his, so I ain't even going to rock to his shit. I ain't mm-hmm. even, and yeah, there's a bunch exactly. of haters just watching you basically. That. And just looking, <laughs> just looking. It's crazy because it was some of the people that were just looking that I could really see, like came with my DM and like show love, which was right. cool. I appreciate, right. but they you would not have thought I would. I would have not expect because they were just sitting there just just looking, uh-huh. and I was like, damn, like am I trash? Like, like <laughs> I mean, you know, you had people vibing, right. like you said, it was more of the artists that were just sitting there just. And then after you're done, they come up to you like, good shit, bro. That shit was fire. Like, I'm like, damn, yeah. I'm rocking with my shit. Right. I'm thinking y'all. Exactly, bro. It's crazy. But it's it's that's definitely your hometown for you. Everybody's chasing the same dream, oh. especially down here. Like they everyone feels like it's a competition. So listen, that's that's every that's everywhere where I'm from. That's I, I went, I lived in Tampa, lived in PA. Everywhere I go, that's how it is with when when you start out local, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just gotta, you know what I'm saying, just keep doing what you're doing. And they just they got just gonna get to a point where they can't ignore it. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Because you and they face crazy right now, like with content. Trying, with- bro. I'm trying. So what's your um what's your um next what's your next step with with um with your career? Cause you just put out this EP and what what do, what do you see yourself doing next after this? Well, to be specific, it's definitely time for some more music videos because I only have one to talk my shit. So I definitely know that it's time to start working on videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Decadence, he wants to do like an actual mixtape, like a 10, 11 track mixtape. That's like our next step as far as like musically wise. But in the meantime, like I said, I'm just trying to work on videos, you know, get that pumped out, you know, do a feature here and there, you know, just keeping myself busy. But the next biggest thing that I'm going to be doing is the mixtape, which is to be named. So that's the next, that's the next step for me right now. Okay. And then everything you do right now. So you said you got trap queasy. That's, that's somebody that you work with closely. So would you say that trap queasy and decadence is kind of like your team and y'all really like kind of try and get it out. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, trap queasy really don't see decadence as much just because that's that's like more of my engineer like she kind of got her own thing going oh, okay, like okay. trap is like her own little brand i guess you can say like esn so she got some artists you know she does her own thing but we you know once we all do music we come together and we you know it's like a community but she got yeah. her own little thing going on but yeah for sure family any other artists in the city that that you see yourself working with or that you'd be like I really want to work with that person or like you can't get in touch with them, but you really want to work with them because you fuck with their music. Not, not for the, any attention from them or anything. Just you fuck with their music. Well, 
I don't really have a lot of like favorite local artists like myself, but local artists here that I can name is like Trapper Mandel. That's like one of my favorite like Nashville MCs right now. If I can get in touch with him to do a feature, something like that, uh, would be wonderful. Don Tripp, you know, Lido, all you know, all the the OGs of Nashville. You know, I'm definitely trying to lock in with them just because you can get their approval, then you know you got it. So you know, I right. definitely want to lock in with them. So definitely those people. Um, I don't really. I can't really think of anymore. What about that's pretty industry? Much if if somebody in the industry hit you up like right now, like yo, I need you on this feed. Who would you be most excited for to hit you up in the industry right now, artist wise? Um, artist wise, probably. See, like I, I know I rap, but my favorite genre is R and B. So okay. if I can get like if like Chris Brown can hit me up in the DMs, be like, yo, jump on this song for me. That's all I would need. You'll be hype. Uh, that's all I would need, bro. Like, if that's one of the people that I want to do a song with. But as far as, like, rappers-wise, uh, I'm trying to think of who I'm going, like, real hard with, right? Like, Meek Mill. I know a lot of people don't rock with Meek because a lot of stuff he's been having going on, but he's a real lyricist. And I, they I do that every him, so. every two years. They do that to Meek. Mm-hmm. Meek Mill they gets do. treatment every two years. They need Every two years. And I, lo- and I love the dude. Like, he's he been one of my favorite lyricists since high school. So, mm-hmm. if I can get somebody, like, that's one of them, that's one of them MCs where if you listen to a song, not saying that every song he has is going to fucking hit, mm-hmm. but every song, he going to give you some type of lyrical pattern in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I I like, like, the Tony stories. I don't know how big of a Meek Mill fan you are, but, like, the Tony yep. stories, you got one, two, three. I mm-hmm. love somebody who can tell a story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can listen to those songs over and over and over again. So, if I can get Meek to holler at me, or I'm not a big Migos fan. I like Migos, but I'm more of an Offset fan. So either like Offset or me, that that'd be dope. And you're you're um you you call yourself the lyrical assassin. Yeah. So you're real into lyrics. Like, how important is it to you that? Like our lyrics, because a lot of people just want to, you know what I'm saying, want to do the dance, want to want to do the all that shit. But lyrics is is so important to you. Why why do you make that such like a, a stone on your in your career? Like I'm I'm the lyrical assassin. Because bro, like you said, a lot of people don't really care too much for it. Is you know you got the beat, and then you know if you can kind of catch a cool uh, flow to it, that's all they really care about. But with me, it's like I want people to actually for real listen to it. Like, okay, you like the beat. You like how I'm riding the beat. That's fine. But I want you to, because I'm, like, my favorite artist, like, to this date was was Biggie. Rest in peace, Biggie. Like, I, I love people, like I said, who can just take words, bend them. Like, you can give a word and then give another word, and you wouldn't even think, like, that would even rhyme with that. You would probably even forgot if the word exists, but, you know, they throw it in there, and it, it really just make you think. And I started over and be like, damn, what did you just say? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you ain't going to. If you're gonna start the song over for the beat, you pretty much gonna start the whole song over. But you so you can catch their attention with some lyrics, like, damn, because lyrics, people use them as captions, people use them, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's I can't go in there and just sell out, just be like, oh, I got a cold beat. I'm just gonna say a little something, something and just put it out there. Like I, I want people to for real be like, okay, he can spit. I want that type of clout. Like, you know, cause you got like a let me give you somebody that really is not big on okay like the whole walk of flocka era mm-hmm. like nobody really cared about him the whole lyrical thing it was more of the vibe yeah exactly and you know and, and you know he was stamped in i guess you would call it trap history i guess for that vibe and the trap oh. feeling that he got but i'm trying to have people remember me for like okay whatever vibe i give them but he also can spit too 
Like he up there with the J. Cole. I'm not saying I'm as great as them, but you know, later on in life, J. Cole, the Kendricks, you know, stuff like that. I want to be known and remember for that, not just right. oh, he had a hard ass vibe going. You know what I'm saying? I want them to be like, okay, we can for real listen to him too, though. It's like you're the guy that they'll be like, you're you're you could be like, I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Cause people sure. that rap love lyricists, like like mm-hmm. I'm sure, like you said, Waka Flocka, I'm sure he his favorite rapper someone that can actually spit like you know what i'm saying yeah. like and people love that cuz when you're actually in the art you respect the pen like you respect when somebody can actually put those words together cuz people that make the dance music and all that shit they like doing that they can get them paid it's good it's easy to make mm-hmm. um but they love like everybody loves the art of of just writing and just having lyrics so that yeah I, I feel what you're saying yeah i feel what you're saying with mm-hmm. that and what that because you're going to be respected Forever, if you got lyrics with dance, that absolutely. shit absolutely that it dies. is here and there. It dies like it, it eventually dies. Like you know, you got like the Travis Travis Porter era. You know, you don't really mm-hmm. see too many of them no more, just right. because or hear the music just because that was an era. Like it was a dancing party era, and, and lyrics gonna live forever because lyrics are in every song from hip hop to R and B to country to pop. Like lyrics everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, but a vibe comes and it dies. Yep. So. It's like trend. It's like trend rap. That's like trend rap. Like people just hop on, exactly. get popular exactly. for a few years, and then somebody else turn. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's what happens when everyone jumps on the same trend. You don't really, really just make anything out of it. It's kind of just like it's just your turn. It's just like all right, you know, he he the one doing the party music right now. Let's give it the torch to him until he die down or go to jail or something. Then we're gonna give it to somebody else. So. Mm-hmm. But you can't say, oh, there's another J. Cole, there's another J. Cole, there's another Kendrick, there's another Biggie. Right. You can't say that. It's all mm-hmm. those people are solidified as individuals. Absolutely. Yeah. Now nah, that's dope. And so for you saying for your for your new music videos that you that you're coming out, what can what can um we expect basically from, from the new videos? We seen the first one. That was your first mm-hmm. video. Now what what more can we expect from these new videos that we're gonna be seeing? You're definitely going to be able to tell that it was a lot more thought out and put together because that first one was real last minute. So I definitely want to, for real, put my my hands in the new videos. Like, I really want to be able to, like, make it look like a music video instead of just like, oh, we went to the backyard with the camcorder and we just did, you know what I'm saying? So I I definitely want, like, the visuals are going to be a lot better. Like, I want to put cars and, you know what I'm saying, just people just having fun. Like I definitely wanted to look more like a music video. And since I'm into this step in my career is like, where I have the EP, I feel like I'm maturing. So I feel like my video should mature also. You know, I can't have all these, you know, songs and then put out the same type of video for each one. So right. it definitely, the visual is going to be a hell of a lot better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's something for them to look forward to as well. And I'll be, listen, I'll be watching all your shit. i I love your music and I appreciate everything like the the honesty in your music. Like I can look at you and and I know it's like it ain't no bullshit. Like some people you hear their music and it can, you hear their music and it's like ah uh, ah uh. but it's like then you see the image like you say you see the person and it's like like this is real like what he's saying is real mm-hmm. and I can feel everything you're talking about. I appreciate so, that, bro. That's 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 real big. A lot of anybody that make music know. If you can't get that type of compliment, it's not good. So I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, sure. man. And and now we appreciate you for for being honest in your music and you know what I'm saying and delivering it how you do because you know what I'm saying like people don't last long in this shit. 
Like you could have made your third song. You could have made your third song, and people are like, all right, get him the fuck out of here. It's mm-hmm. like nah, you had exactly. your EP now, and it's like, nah, we want more. We want more than that. We want exactly. more. We want exactly. more. That's why I try to make sure my song, each song that I put out is better than my last. Because if I, I feel like if I get too comfortable, be like, yeah, I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? People listen to me. I feel like that's what people start to fall off. Once you start to get the big head, don't feel like you got to go in there and put them all, you know, the most effort in it. So right. I definitely try to make sure, like, I try to put every song out like it's my first one. And how was it? How did it feel um, having No Jumper listen to your song and, and it was actually fucking with it? Man, like that shit meant the world to me because I like I watch No Jumper on a I ain't gonna say a daily basis, but I'm subscribed to them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I watch all the you know the big names that they come in there because I do I watch a lot of interviews. So yeah. and just to see that you know they would do it for the Lafitte that they would do it, you know I kind of I mean of course I wanted them to like it, you know I cared if they right. liked it, but it was more of an exposure thing for me. Even if it was fifty people watching, you know that's fifty right. people in other states who never heard it. Right, but the fact that they liked it, you know, I was just like, wow, you know, and that's the type, that's the type of stuff to keep me moving. Just because, like I said, I'm my biggest critic. So, mm-hmm. if 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 you ever hear about me quitting rap, it wasn't something because another artist or a label did. It was probably something I decided to do because right. I, I really put out the song and critique it all the way down to it. So the fact that I could, because you know, you like to feel feel like your music's good. You know, you want to feel like that you make good quality music, but you know, you got your friends, you know, who not everybody has the friends that'll tell you if the song is good or not. They'll tell you it's good because they fuck with you. You know, you you they dog, you know what I'm saying? I believe you can do anything you put your mind to, which is fine, but you need those type of friends who's going to tell you like, okay, this, that, and the third, or this right here wasn't it, or what you're talking about, what does that mean? Yep. So the fact that I could, you know, instead of putting it on Instagram for people who hip to my wave and know what I got going on or right. I'm sure we all got friends who probably don't tell us the whole truth but a lot yeah. of things we do mm-hmm. so to get somebody else who's never heard of me like don't even know I, I exist and to just go out there and like watch them listen to it and just really vibe with the shit you know what I'm saying like they was they were talking about Shepherdwood it was like oh you know after that do you feel like you know you know you feel like you've been to Shepherdwood like it was it was amazing like I shout out to No Jumper like I do that shit again yeah now that's and that's and that's dope to get that that validation too, because it's people mm-hmm. like that that'll be real honest too. Like, exactly, they'll be they'll be exactly. like, oh, nah, I ain't really feeling that. Like, mm-hmm. get real honest feedback. And like you said about friends, like that's so important too to have have people around you. You don't want to keep them people around you. That's always you know what I'm saying just a yes man. Everything. Like, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like because honestly, that ain't love. That ain't love. No, like, not. If you not. love somebody, you don't want them to look stupid. You don't want them to look exactly. Crude. You want exactly. them to represent your whole squad. Like so. Definitely good to have people like that around you. If you do got people like that, man, keep them close because it's not a lot of real people. It's not. You you said a mouthful, bro. I can't do nothing but agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And so Welcome to Shepherdwood is out now. And yep, all platforms. All platforms. And is there any last things that you want to mention about the album, about what's going on, where to find ESN 2.0? You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, well, as far as the, uh, the EP goes, um, it, like I said, it's everywhere. If you don't have iTunes, it's on Amazon, it's on Google Music. If you don't have any of that, you know, say if you just kind of go with the mixtape wave app era thing, it's on Spinrilla. You can find it at Spinrilla ESN 2.0. Um, but yeah, it, it's everywhere. Uh, it's, it's, it's songs for everybody on there. Songs for the, you know, for the 
for the ladies, you know what I'm saying, that like to do the dance and this shit. This one called <laughs> Throw That On There, that I'm sure y'all get into. And yep. that's one thing that I wanted to say. Like, I, I made that little strip club vibe song just because, well, the way that I made it, I made sure the lyrics were in there just because, you know, the, the, the strip club twerking age rappers that make that type of music, it <laughs> usually isn't very lyrical. It's right, just more right. of a, a let me give you a beat to shake your ass to, you know, booty, 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 this, booty, that, <laughs> right. and that's the song. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to give that vibe and also put lyrics in it. You know what I'm saying? So even if you don't like, even if you if you, even if you can't twerk, even if you don't go to strip club, you can still like the song just, you know, because of the lyrical pattern. So that's pretty much what I got to say. Just every song, you know what I'm saying, I definitely put, you know, my lyric, lyrical foot into and is everywhere and just you know follow me on instagram uh out east o-u-t-e-a-s-t two underscore zero and yeah bro i just appreciate you having me bro it's a dream come true yeah man and, and we got a lot of work to do still so we're gonna uh, so. we're gonna catch up after this as well and then also i do want to say when you're talking about throw that it's girls that that they, they don't be shaking their ass like where nobody can see but when they're at home, they still be shaking their ass. Like, they, yeah, girl be sure. even if they can't shake it, when nobody's looking, they yeah. shake Exactly. That's where they practice at. That's it's like <laughs> home is like the, the practice battlefield, who I'm right. telling you. So that if you get that little song, play in your little room, you know what I'm saying? Practice, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a nice little beat, so it's cool to catch on to. And then and then they keep practicing. They can show up to your video and they can shake it in your video, whatever they... <laughs> ah, you already know the song. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever they're trying to do. <laughs> but so, exactly. But word now, we do appreciate you joining, man. And we're going to have so much more to talk about, man. We're going to, you know what I'm saying, keep up with you. And you're going to sure. always be around within the cup, man. We appreciate your time. We appreciate, no, man, I appreciate you y'all, family. No I problem. appreciate y'all having me, bro. And thank you all for tuning in to In Tune with oh, yeah. ESN 2.0. Let's go. The biggest gorilla.